0: hello everyone and welcome to the show my name is sophie collins and i am a mother and entrepreneur and i am obsessed with feeling my best this show is going to cover everything from work to wellness to motherhood and what it looks like to encompass all of those things into your life i hope you enjoy so excited to be bringing you today's episode with mindset and meditation leader, Hannah Todd. She also happens to be the co-founder of Laundry Bodywear. If you're not familiar with Laundry? it is a really incredible swimsuit brand. They are very focused on making quantifiable change for women and the environment, and they have initiatives leading to the removal of 4,500 pounds of garbage off of BC's coast and planting 450 baby corals. So far, they've recycled over 1 million plastic bottles off of beaches and streets into their sustainable swimwear. Their goal is to provide the most flattering, high-quality garments with the lowest possible impact. And the exciting thing about Hannah is that she also has her personal brand where she's a motivational speaker, incredible meditation leader, and mindset guru and her focus is to help you find success through surrender. Today, we're talking a little bit about the impetus to starting laundry growing up in the Yukon, which is so cool to hear about focusing on body positivity and gaining confidence in your own skin, as well as the power of meditation and how manifestation and visualization has really helped transform her life I'm really, really honored to be speaking with Hannah today. Could have spoken to her for hours. She's such an easy person to talk to. And I just know you're going to love this episode. thank you so much for joining today. Thank you so much for having me. So excited to be here. I'm so excited to chat with you. I feel like the first time we sat down to have lunch, we had kind of been in each other's orbit for years. And then we finally sat down and chatted and we had like way too much in common. Not always in a good way. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we could have sat there for another like four hours. I know. (laughs) It's so true. But we have businesses to run. (laughs) Exactly. We have things to do. We have things to do. We have content (laughs) to create. You guys are big on TikTok right
1: now. Oh my gosh! TikTok How has is, that been? Like, I I gave up on TikTok personally myself. <laughs> yeah, you know TikTok is the wild wild west. Yeah, I find um I've been growing my own personal TikTok a little bit, and you know she's growing. She's doing her thing over yeah. there, and I don't know what it is with the Laundry one, but we've been in three hundred jail. And, really? Yeah. Oh, that is a thing though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Like you can see people
0: are like, if you're in
1: three hundred jail, yeah. do this. <laughs> yeah. I know. Well, and you know, we've had some real bangers though. We've had yeah. we've had a couple videos go viral. Um, but… Uh, but you're funny. Like, you're both
0: really funny. You and Ainsley, your well, business partner. thank you.
1: I think Ainsley does a lot more of the heavy lifting in that department, but… <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm here to ground us. Ainsley's
0: yeah. here to, like, bring the fun, but… Yeah, she, like, yeah. Ainsley is not afraid of being goofy, I no. feel like, which
1: is really nice and refreshing. Totally. Well, it's it's, like, her personality, you know? And people yeah. can tell that. I yeah. feel like now, you know, people are getting so smart with marketing, which is yeah. totally fair, and people can feel… The authenticity of someone across yeah. the screen. Like they really sure. sense when someone is just playing a persona or just completely selling to them. Yes. And I feel like Ains is so good at just being that like goofy, funny self. Yeah. And she is
0: funny too. Exactly. That's She's thing. hilarious. I love, I love what you guys are doing and I'm very inspired by it. However, I just don't think that I can do it. Like I remember, I think it was, I was talking to you or Ainsley and I was like, I'm going to get us on TikTok. And I think it was Ainsley and she's like, yeah, we're just starting to see like some traction from it, some sales Mm -hmm. at least, like not just like, one follower, two followers. Like if it converts, who cares if it's 300 or 300,000 in totally. my opinion, like yeah. that's still great. But I did a 30-day challenge where I styled our everywhere dress 30 different ways for 30 days. Okay. By the end of it, I was like, I literally don't know if I can wear this dress again. <laughs> like I've styled it <laughs> way too much. This <laughs> is going to the back of my closet yeah. and I just need a minute. I need Joni's time like, out. you need to bring it on your next vacation. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I can. We're on a break. Actually, we're actually we're on a break. It's not going everywhere <laughs> right now. It's awesome a racial situation, so we'll yes. probably get back together soon. Yes. But did bring her in the end. But, <laughs> but yeah, how do you balance like all of the back end of the business with like the front end of like being one of the two faces of Laundry?
1: Yeah, totally. Such a great question. I mean, I feel like you know when we created Laundry, it. It was such a tangible manifestation of who we are and mm-hmm. what we value, and it's still that today. And so, you know, being in front of the camera and talking about it feels natural because the what we stand behind is really what we believe in, and mm-hmm. you know, it's not just uh, the the swimwear and like making your butt look cute, yeah. which we do, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's it's about so much more than that. It's about the community behind it. It's about you know, how we've never photoshopped our images yeah. before. Way
0: before everyone else was doing that. Yes.
1: And, but I'm happy to see so many other people, you know, I don't want to say jumping on the bandwagon because I hope it's just going more and more in that direction. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I'm always really excited to see more people understanding the value of not photoshopping women yeah. and, and show, showcasing real people and, and real, yeah. real women in their photos. So, and then to, you know, the sustainability aspect, obviously— yeah. For us since day one has been a non-negotiable. And um, and tell us a bit more about that for those who aren't as familiar. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm one of the founders of Laundre. We make the most sustainable flattering swimwear in the world. And uh, what that means is we use a 360-degree approach when it comes to thinking about our products. So that is that extends from not only the fabrics and textiles that we use, Um, So we use recycled fabric. So our fabrics are made from recycled plastic water bottles. So cool. Um, But that also extends to our packaging. So using compostable packaging, that also extends to the people that are actually making our garments, making sure that, you know, they earn a great wage and they're in good conditions. Mm -hmm. And, And also to our team, you know, I think that sometimes people forget that aspect. Like, obviously, yes, sustainability is about the planet, but it's also about the people mm-hmm. and making sure That's that fun. it's a sustainable environment for every person involved. That's so true. How do you cultivate that in your like internal world at Laundry? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, I feel like Ainsley and I are just very authentic to who we are. And I mean, you know, there's ebbs and flows. I feel like in 2021, I went through a period of burnout that was really, really tough and challenging. And mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was myself And I didn't feel like I was, you know, as able to show up fully with our team. Um, But I think that we've cultivated an environment when someone, you know, is in that position that everyone else feels it. And, you know, we have those conversations and are really open about it. Mm -hmm. I feel really grateful to be working with an all-women team of very empathetic humans that care for one another. And, you know, I think that it also just shows in the way that we show up in, in all that we do as well. So what
0: did burnout look like for you and how did you get through it?
1: Oh, so tough. yes, totally. You know, we, I would say we were growing so much at Laundry. We were growing 3X year over year. Company was doing really well. And so Ainsley and I were sort of like, okay, why don't we why don't we 7x the business? <laughs> right. Sure. <laughs> why not? Why like, not? Well, you know, we've As been doing founders, so well. like, I
0: always do think about that. It's like, yeah. well, obviously, if you have investors, it's one thing, but then yeah. you have, like, certain expectations. But Joni and I are like, we're kind of okay, slow yeah. and steady, at least right now. And, like, with two young kids. Now, I know Ainsley has a baby. Yeah. So it's like, it shifts a bit. But… Absolutely. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Like, you get the fervor. And, like, you're on this train. You're like, yeah. let's go, let's go,
1: let's go. Totally. But, like as we all know, slow and steady wins that race, <laughs> yeah. you know, like slow and yeah. steady wins the race. And and the other people usually learn the lesson. So right. that is what, you know, happened to us. And and we learned the lesson. And it was that, you know, we we set this goal without really thinking about the impact that it would have on our mental health, on, you know, how it would look like in our lives the stress and unnecessary pressure that we put on ourselves Mm -hmm. when, you know, the business was already going in a really great direction. Yeah. And I think it's just such an important lesson to, you know, really like tap into, okay, what is it that I want without all the noise and suggestions of other people or what other people have done in their businesses? Like, yeah, I think that we're at this period of time, especially right now, where were recognizing the importance of, of wellness and that slow and steady pace yes. and that slow and steady build. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I feel like a couple of years ago, it was like hyper growth. Yes, hyper growth. 100%. Like grow or die.
0: Yeah. No, I'm actually kind of grateful like both Joni and I were having babies like for the first few yeah. years of the business because it we didn't have another option. We were mm-hmm. like, we have to grow at this pace. And I feel like if we had started the business five years earlier when that was... That was the cadence. It was like Glossier away, mm. like all of these incredible female-founded businesses. But they grew so fast, and obviously had like a tumultuous journey. But mm. I think being a founder of a small business in that time would have been so challenging because all you're seeing is like girl boss, like million dollar ex, like millions dollar exits, billions dollar exits, mm. and you're like, okay, well that's what we need to do to be a successful business. So it's hard
1: to find like what your own version of that is. Totally, and a lot of the time you're putting that pressure on yourself. Yeah, But you're putting it on because, like you said, you're seeing all these outside um, people achieve all these incredible things. And especially when you've been building your business, I mean, as you know, it's, it's your baby. It yeah. sort of like becomes this extra limb on, yes, on your body. Totally. <laughs> and so… You know it, but really becomes a part of you, and so you see yourself so reflected in it. And when you have business successes, you feel like you have, you know, your own personal successes. And when you have losses, it's like this huge loss. And I just think it's so important to recognize like the separation of that. Of okay, who am I without this? Yes. And even just in all aspects of our life, right? Like, who am I without X title? Who am I without being a mother? Who am I without being a business person? Who am I without my relationship. Like, and I think that really sometimes what we've lost, especially in the last little while, is time alone to really reflect. Yes. Because we're so quick to fill our calendars with other people and Netflix or, you know, different different things. And we don't give ourselves the space and time to just sit and be like, holy shit. Like, who am I actually? Yeah, without all and like, of what these do things? I want?
0: Yes, I feel like that. Even like as women, we were so empathic, yes. and we can like take in so many different energies, and just like yeah. really. Sometimes I'm like, I actually like need to sit with this and say, like, what do I actually want? Like even food. Yeah, like you're so impacted by like this research that comes out about like protein everything. And then it's like, avocados, everything. And you're just like, wait, like, what do I want to eat? And getting back to the core of like living intuitively, which I feel like is actually a skill. Like it's very hard to do. Oh my gosh.
1: Absolutely. And like getting back in tune with our bodies. Mm -hmm. I feel like we've become so disassociated with our bodies. Totally, Our bodies are our greatest teacher. Yeah. Like they're constantly trying to send us messages but we so often ignore it, yeah. Until we hit that stage of burnout, right? Your body's yes. just like no, like I'm laying you flat. So because, what did that look like for you? Yeah, sorry, I went on a bit of a no, tangent That's
0: amazing, <laughs> but I am like I, because I feel like I experienced it a little bit at the end mm. of last year. Like it was just such a crazy year, and again, like so much growth, like so much fun. Everything was great. But then as of November, I was like, oh my God, like I don't even want to go to our events, which like six yeah. months ago would have been the most exciting thing I could possibly do.
1: Yes. And yeah. So I found that it was, it was kind of like dragging. That's what it felt like for me. Absolutely. I would say I, I really lost myself in it. I was questioning where my value was in the company. I didn't understand why I was doing it anymore. I fully at one point just wanted to completely walk. And I really had no energy to put into it. Like you said, like, yeah. you know, I just couldn't show up. Right. In the way that I used to be able to show up. Yeah. And that's not fair for my team. And it's not fair for me either. So, you know, I was forced to lean back into my meditation practices. And I'm so, so grateful for that because to be honest, even last year was really challenging if you follow us on social media and seen any of our videos, um, it was definitely, we've faced some challenges for sure. And you guys
0: were so vulnerable about it. And I feel like your community really rallied around you. Oh my
1: gosh. It was amazing. Like it just makes me emotional to think about because it was so incredible to see, you know, our community stand up for us in that Mm -hmm. moment. But yeah, I mean, you have to kind of like sit with yourself and see where you want to where you want to go next because it's up to you, right? Totally. And sometimes you kind of have to like almost hit that rock bottom to be like, okay, yeah, I got to pick myself up now.
0: Yeah, and it's hard too when you're like running the business to day in, day out, be like, okay, I'm going to lean back a little bit, but like I still have to show up for my team and my co-founder and like our community. How did you balance the necessity to keep going Mm -hmm. while also being able to take care of yourself?
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, so... Leaning back into those tools and practices were key, and meditation now is a non-negotiable for me. Yeah, actually, I think in like five days I've been meditating for a year straight. That's amazing! So, thank you. Yay! Um, and I, I, I had I had a
0: year that I did that too. Yeah, I think I just went keep kept going after, but like yeah. my when I turned thirty three, so I guess like two years ago this November, I'm okay, 34. But yeah. I hit a year and I was like, whoa, I did it for a full year. Yeah. How and then did you I f- feel? I felt amazing. Yeah. I mean, in some days, like your meditations aren't as deep no, and some days they're like transcendent. Yeah. But like, I just think setting that goal for yourself. And I think I try, I think it was 20 minutes and that yeah. was like my goal. But yeah. then I just kept going and I've done it like 90% of the days since. Amazing. It's the best, it's but it incredible. takes a long time to like, I know they say 21 days to create a habit. I feel like that's like, I think it's more,
1: personally. (laughs) I would agree with you on that one.
0: (laughs) There's different schools of thought around, let's just say. for sure. I'm not a scientist, (laughs) but I feel like I wake up at five, but it still takes me like so much energy to get out of bed. So what does your meditation practice look like for you now if it's a non-negotiable in
1: your day? Totally. I mean, like you said, you know, it ebbs and flows. And I think that that's something that people really need to understand because something can feel like such a barrier to entry because it's like, okay, it needs to look this one way. Yeah. And I felt like that about a few things in my life, that kind of like perfectionism, sort of like monster, whatever you want to call it, like rears its head. And it's like, oh, well, no, you can't do it unless it's it's like A, B, C, D, E. Yeah. Exactly in this order. And it looks exactly like this. And um, that just doesn't serve us as human beings because our lives are constantly in flux and yeah. changing. And what we know for sure is there's going to be chaos. Yeah. So how can you still find even a moment of calm within that. Yeah. And it's just cultivating that within yourself. So sometimes that looks like I'm breathing for two minutes. Yeah. And I'm just not looking at my phone. Yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest things too, It's we're just so distracted yes. now. And I saw that you uh, mentioned something the other day about how you keep your phone on, do not disturb until 10am. Yeah. I think that is brilliant. And I've, I'm seeing more and more people have their phone on, do not disturb the whole day. Yeah, I know. Today was the whole day. <laughs> yeah. And how distracting is it when you're constantly getting messages? I know. And I mean, you know, some days it's, it's inevitable for me because I, you know, I have a team. We work remote. We're on Slack. Yeah. But, you know, where are there blocks of time that you can put your phone away yeah. and give yourself those 2, 5, 10, 20 minutes yeah. to sit? And, you know, the meditations that have served me best are visualization because you know, I do have a lot of things I'm thinking about. And for me to just sit and think of nothing would be challenging. Yeah, (laughs) And I have done that. But what's worked best for me is the visualization because you're then getting into your subconscious brain as well. And you're kind of tapping into this side of yourself that, you know, we don't, you don't always see when you're just sitting sort of at that surface level. Yeah. And you get into this deeper understanding of like, okay, again, who am I? What do I want? Yeah. And How do I want my life to look? Yeah. And I don't want to be sitting in the passenger seat of it. I want to be in the driver's seat. So true. So, yeah, that's it's fluid. And I use an app called Insight Timer, which I'm also on. You're also on.
0: I was going to say, do you have any visualization meditations on there?
1: Yes. All my meditations are visualization meditations. And it's been really amazing because, you know, the tools that have served me going through burnout and in the last year and a half, I would say, Um, I've started to bring them to our team um, and it's been amazing to see the impact it's had on them. And so seeing that, I was inspired to bring it to a wider audience. So bringing them onto Insight Timer Online and then into the community here in Vancouver. And it's just been really amazing to connect with people in that way. And to see people have the space to connect with themselves. It's so true.
0: Yeah, the event we did this week, which I was sad oh, you weren't there, I but know. it was amazing. Like we were all it was like the room was buzzing, you know. It was like a yeah. room full of female founders, we're all so excited to be there and like chat with each other and like update each other and like a lot of us are friends and and then we sat down for the meditation by Michelle Campbellis and The room, it was like this, the energy shift of like Mm. everyone just needing, like they were like, oh, give it to me. Like I need this break in my day. Mm. Whether you're a mom, you lead a team, like you're a business owner, you work at a really stressful job. Like we Mm. all need that like cortisol come down and it's really hard to commit to doing it. But I think if you do commit to like, let's say a month, even of just two minutes of breathing a day, like Mm. you said you see the impact not only in the moments after, but cumulatively over the next couple of months and how you're feeling and how you react to
1: people. Absolutely. I'm so sad I missed that event, by the way. But I have a feeling there's going to be many more. Um, Can't stop planning
0: events, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Despite my burnout last November. (laughs) Well, you bounced back. Yeah, I know. Seems like I'm fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was leading a meditation event about a week and a half ago. And it's interesting when, you know, I have I always have discussions after. And there was one woman who said, you know, as soon as you let us through the breath work, I realized I'd forgotten how to breathe. Mm. And I was like, oh, yeah. Just really like hits, you know? Yeah, it's true. Yeah.
0: I mean, you go around in your day and you're like, like you yeah. like take those deep breaths because your body is like yes. not naturally doing it. And yes. so to slow down and like actually take a moment to breathe. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how powerful that is.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also just, you know, in that moment, like feeling whatever emotions are coming up from mm-hmm. that too, you know, just having space and to let that flow because too, we hold so much in. Oh my God. so much in. I know. I feel like
0: that's probably the biggest thing meditation has taught me mm-hmm. is like being with the feelings of mm-hmm. even if you're scared or fearful or anxious, like just being like observing it and being like that is a feeling. It doesn't have to be like me, Mm. but that's what I'm feeling and like being okay with that instead of trying to fix everything because that's especially as women, like we're just trying to fix everything. Like that's broken, fix it. Like that person needs help, go help them. Like it's all just a circular
1: fixture society. (laughs) Oh my gosh, a hundred percent. You know, something that my husband and I have implemented whenever either of us is like going through something challenging, we're just like We ask, like, what do you need from me right now? Because sometimes I'm the same. I'll go into like, okay, how can I help you? What's the plan? Yeah,
0: (laughs) totally. That's Um, me.
1: And sometimes that person doesn't need that. Yeah. They just need someone to listen to them. And I feel like it's really helped our relationship in those moments. Because then that person's actually getting what they need.
0: Well, I think it's also true, like as you navigate life with your girlfriends, like Mm. hearing, because life is hard, no matter how easy your life looks or how privileged you are lucky to be, like Mm -hmm. everyone goes through things, whether it's with their family members or health or their children, like there's always something going on and to always try and fix something almost like doesn't validate their feelings in the first Mm -hmm. place because you're skipping over the feeling and going towards the solution. So I've actually made that change as well. Like just to say like, that sucks. Yes. I'm sorry. Absolutely. That really sucks. Mm-hmm. Like period. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's an awkward way to end a conversation, but. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> but if, anyway, <laughs> see, you, see you later. <laughs> but it does help because you're like, okay, thank you. You're listening. It's yes. not like you're not just trying to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So when did you and Ainsley meet and how did you decide to start your company together?
1: Yes. I like to think we had a bit of a meet cute. Oh. Well, we met initially through a mutual friend. Okay. (laughs) Blind date? (laughs) Um, Sort of. Yeah. (laughs) She had said to both of us, I think you both are really going to get along. And we did. That's amazing. So shortly after we moved in together. Stop. (laughs) That's amazing. Uh, We lived in a really hilarious teardown. Place actually just off Main Street, and we called it the Dusty Rose Mansion. Oh my! It gosh. was very far from being a mansion. Oh my <laughs>
0: god! And was it dusty it? though? It was. Du-
1: it was dusty. <laughs> yeah, it was dusty. Um, and we shared it with a lovely gentleman named Bruno who lived upstairs. Oh my! He was gosh. not the biggest fan of us. But. Okay. Well, we we you know we kind of had like an on off sort of right. <laughs> relationship to us. <Devultuous>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was great. And then we actually moved to another place together. And and that's when we conceptualized Laundry, drew our first pattern sample on wow. a Whole Foods bag. So, and was listen- that
0: the? Oh my gosh! i the, the name is precluding me. the The swimsuit you still have today, the minimalist. Yes, the minimalist. Yes. Thank you.
1: Yes, the minimalist Amazing. came from a Whole Foods bag. Wow! So if you are listening to this, yeah, and you are wanting to dive into something, don't let anything stop you. Because
0: yes. Because we made our first on the food's That's amazing. And did either of you have experience like in design?
1: Oh, absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> absolutely not. Um, you know, Ains is probably more of a sewer than I am. I worked for Lululemon down in Australia, which I loved. So we definitely both had kind of some, you know some marketing in our veins. Right. But no, neither of us were designers. But I felt like, you know, well, we both felt like at the time that we really wanted to see sustainable textiles done in a great way that wasn't being done. It wasn't like some weird crinkly fabric that did not feel good on your skin. You're like, this is definitely recycled. Um, (laughs) bathing suits
0: do not feel good, turns out.
1: (laughs) And it took us a long time to honestly find the perfect fabric. And I'm glad that we took our time in those like beginning stages because, you know, it created our bestseller that's still our bestseller today. Wow. But yeah, it was a lot of like trial and error, you know? Something that we said was progress, not perfection. and. You know, you can always change something. Yeah. Especially out of the gate. if Your MOQs are a lot lower. Oh my but... gosh, <laughs> MOQs.
0: The trigger word.
1: <laughs> yes. Haunting in your dreams. Yes, truly. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I always say like Google was like our best teacher. Yeah. And we're really passionate about what we were building because we really believed in it and still really do believe in it. So, yeah. and we just like really tried to create an environment of fun. Yeah. Because when you're in that position of having fun, then you're not working.
0: Totally. And you're also like in joy. So I feel like yeah. more, more comes in.
1: Oh, the creativity is just... Yeah. There's tons of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah.
0: Are you that's both like creative leaning people or would you say one of you is like more logistics and one of you is more creative? Like how do you divide and conquer?
1: Yeah. I mean... It's fun. I would say we're both creative. I would say Ains is definitely more gifted in that area or just gifted in different ways. I yeah. Um she is our creative director still now. Amazing. Um and she has just like such an amazing vision and looking at things in a really cool different perspective yeah. way. But yeah, a lot of our big picture things we always come up with together. And uh, just kind of have always cultivated and created that like greater vision for the brand together. Yeah.
0: How Um, do you do that? Like what's your, I want to say process? process.
1: (laughs) I'm a process girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, again, it's kind of like having fun with it. Like what spaces, I loved to see you and Joni the other weekend go away together and, you know, have that time together because that's a lot of what we did was, you know, we would be on a trip and yeah. we would get really, you know, inspired when we were in London yeah. and we were just like, oh my gosh, what about this? You know? And mm-hmm. um, it's kind of those like sparks of inspiration that totally. happen when you're not just like sitting down at a desk and forcing yourself to think of something. Yes, yeah. you're out there in the world. And I think you would probably hear that across all boards in terms of creativity. It's like… I think everyone says travel first when yeah. I ask that question. Interrupting
0: this episode to tell you about my weekly newsletter, What I'm Loving Lately, that comes out every Friday. I talk about what I'm reading, cooking, watching, listening to, and loving. And if you want to subscribe, you can go to my website, www.sophiecollins.com and scroll to the bottom to subscribe.
1: Absolutely. Travel. And then also, I think too, there's just activities that certain people can do when you're in flow or that bring you more into flow. Like running is one of those for me. I know Ains loves to like take a bath. Yeah. We don't usually take baths together, yeah. Um, well,
0: but <laughs> maybe for TikTok. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe. It probably would Never work. say never. <laughs> maybe that'll get you out of the 300 jail on TikTok. <laughs> that might
1: get us in a different jail. Yeah, <laughs> true. Isn't it like
0: you're not like allowed to be like really sexy on TikTok too is the other rule. I just feel like there's yes. so many
1: intricacies. Oh my gosh, Sophie. Yes, definitely. And it's hard for you guys because your swimsuits are sexy. Yeah, thank yeah. you. And the butt is honestly the best part. Yeah, it and- is. I like I typically crop our videos so that it's sort of like half up your cheeks. Um, so that TikTok But I don't really understand have...
0: that. Well, because like, that's what swimwear is now. Like yeah. it's, I mean, that's like coverage compared yeah. to
1: some things I see at the beach. Yes. Yeah. No, I know. I know. It's ridiculous. And I mean, we've we've also like taken it up with old Zuck at… Yeah, uh,
0: that, uh, I know. Yes. I saw your banana post. It was so good. Yeah. I mean,
1: It's wild to me that our ads of a woman in a swimsuit are getting flagged as like sexual innuendo and like just explicit content when we are just existing as a woman in In a a swimsuit. swimsuit. (laughs) That's bizarre. So how do you like deal with that?
0: Marketing your brand? Honestly,
1: it's been an ongoing battle to be quite frank with you. We've put it, tried as hard as we can to put it up the chain at Meta have had many, many conversations about it. We still get our ads flagged. So it's definitely, definitely… Like what is their feedback to you? Like don't show your product on a person. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it just kind of has more of a blanket statement of, yeah. you know, this is explicit, which is so ridiculous. We actually at one point, and I think we might have outlined this in that TikTok, but we did at one point get this sort of like <laughs> six-page PDF from one of our ads managers and they said this like came from higher up and it was a breakdown of what you can show versus what you should not show on, t- on ads on Meta. And a statue of David with his dong out <laughs> <laughs> and the statue was fine, but a woman what? eating a banana... Mm-mm, not okay. What? That is insane. <laughs> not okay. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So it's just it's so an it interesting is just like an ever changing
0: process and flow for you Absolutely. to figure out what you can show. Absolutely. Maybe you guys should get your swimsuit on the Statue of David. Oh.
1: <laughs> so coming up with all the. Hot ideas here. The fast time I don't know how the UCC would like
0: appreciate that, <laughs> but you could try. You might be in a different, even different type of jail. I,
1: yeah. <laughs> In that scenario. I'm taking notes and we've recorded it. <laughs> so yes, also true. circle back to that. Yes. <laughs> um,
0: how did you guys decide to focus like so much on environmentalism? Is that something that you've both always been so passionate about? Obviously, it's very much a need in the world. But tell me yeah. a little bit about how that came to be.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I actually grew up in the Yukon in Whitehorse. is where I'm from. So oh, I feel like I didn't know that. Yeah. And so cool. I like to say north of the wall. It's cold up there, you know, and there's a lot of wintertime, it's cold, it's dark. Yeah. and How many hours a day of sunshine are we talking in the winter? Shortest day of the year, I think, is three hours. Oof. Yeah, sometimes the sun, it just, it likes to play a little, like, game with you, you know, it just kind of yeah. skims the surface and then it's Oof. like,
0: see you later. Oh my gosh,
1: that's <laughs> See tough. you in summertime. But then we do have sun. We're also the land of the midnight sun. So in right. the summertime, you have 24 hours of light, which is kind of cool because it can be I like- I hate it.
0: <laughs> I hate it already. Just thinking about it, I hate how the sun sets at like 10 o'clock
1: in the summer here.
0: What, what do you Because I go to bed it? by like nine for sure. I'm okay, okay. So I'm That's like, fair. I need it to be darker. Yeah. The I midnight mean, sun would weird my circadian rhythm out.
1: Yeah. I mean, eye masks are great. Yes, they are. Black <laughs> <laughs> They are. Very
0: true. So you grew up on the Yukon. What was I that did. like? I don't know if I know anyone that
1: grew up in the Yukon. Yeah, this is something I hear often. That's so cool. (laughs) I love it. It was, it was cold. Yeah. (laughs) No, but yeah, it was cold. I feel like it was a really cool experience. Honestly, I feel like I had a lot of opportunities that I wouldn't have had growing up elsewhere. And again, just going back to your question about nature, um, there was a couple of programs that I was accepted into that were very nature focused. So one in grade nine, where we would do kind of these smaller week-long trips we learned how to build a snow cave, slept in the snow cave. Um, We would go into the indigenous communities, learn how to skin a caribou. Um, Wow. That is incredible. Yeah. It was really, it was honestly such an an amazing experience. And when I talked to my husband, you know, about us and our future children, which we don't have yet, but yes, uh, it's something that's really on my mind because I'd love to find a similar experience for our own kids because it was so formative in those years. and. I did another one in grade 11. Same thing. It was very much like we learned about, we learned our biology. We came down to Vancouver Island. We learned our biology in the ocean. We would go learn how to scuba dive. We would go- Oh my God. Is this a public school in the Yukon or a private school? So It's a public school, but you do have to apply for it. So you have to write an essay to be accepted. And it was truly an incredible experience. So Definitely. I mean, I gained such an appreciation for nature very early on because I was yeah. in it. Did like, it feel
0: like, it. did you know what was outside of the Yukon, like growing up in that environment? Or was it where you're just like, oh yeah, it's normal to skin a caribou
1: <laughs> in grade nine? Um, that's just funny. I mean, we. I was very lucky and privileged to be able to travel quite a bit as well um, with my parents. But I think that, You know, a lot of it just felt really normal. Like I remember there was a bear that got loose at one point because everyone had been hunting at the end of the year and they would dry their meat in their garages. And so the bears would smell this and come out. And anyways, unfortunately, they had to take the bear out. But oh. it, I just remember that we were all like hanging out with this bear. That's so <laughs> like, crazy. As a kid and you just have these experiences yeah. and you're like, oh yeah, you know, this is normal. Well, it's and funny
0: you say that about the bear specifically because yeah. Liam was in bike camp in Whistler and we spend like a couple of weeks there each summer. And he was like, yeah, I saw a bear on the trail today. And I was She's like, canceled. are you okay? But of course for him, he was five yeah. or four at the time. So he's like, oh yeah, we saw a bear. Yeah, he's like, I'm a all, new his friend. his bike instructor is like 14. I'm like, oh was she around? Like, hello? <laughs> I am a city girl. I grew up in Toronto. So it's okay. just like a very different upbringing. Like yes. I was not skinning caribou in grade nine. Yeah. I would have yeah. liked to though. Probably would yeah. appreciate it more now though.
1: Yes, yeah. totally. Yeah, there were s- some maggots in there. Oh yeah, it was an interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It was an interesting experience. Very interesting. Yeah. But no, it was it was really cool. I feel so, so grateful for it. And it's funny, like as you age and you kind of feel pulled back to certain aspects of, you know, growing up and where you live. And I've reconnected recently with some people who are some people are still up there and have created businesses there, which is so cool to see. And and then some people who have moved away, but all kind of have that similar undertone of like, oh, it was really cool experience, you know, growing up there. And yeah. um, I feel like I've been doing a lot of cold plunging and cold therapy lately. And I'm feeling like there maybe needs to be a cold retreat that happens Ooh, up Oh, I like
0: that. It looks so beautiful. It's actually funny you say that about the retreat because my naturopath, Dr. Bobby Parmar, who was on the show as well, he's been doing a lot of work in the Yukon. Oh, cool. More like naturopathy and like yeah. doctor stuff, but you guys should connect. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. I feel like it's in the making.
0: Yeah, I love that. So <laughs> that must have been incredibly formative when you thought about like when you were starting your business, you're like, okay, yeah. I want to bring that Wild like call to nature
1: mm-hmm. to laundry. And then obviously Ainsley had her own experience, but oh, wanted she, to she the same. Yes. She was, um, I mean, from the age of eight, she was like up there at City Hall advocating for her neighborhood. Um, wow. So yeah, definitely like runs in both of our veins. I love so, that.
0: Yeah. I love that. And not only that, but I feel like Laundre, you both have built it in such an impact, impact-focused way, not mm. only with the environment but also no photoshop. I feel like you guys show your bathing suits on all walks of life, like every type of person is so ever present not only in your marketing, which is one thing, but also in
1: your community.
0: And I you've done such a good job of cultivating that.
1: Mm, yeah, thank you so much. That was so so important for both of us and you know, as somebody who struggled with an eating disorder growing up, it was so crucial for me to create a company and for us to create a company where Women felt seen and mm-hmm. celebrated, and not struck down because for so so long uh, that's how we felt, mm-hmm. and in our own bodies, and by companies run by men, <laughs> <laughs> primarily. And you know, it just creates such a such a toxic environment, and we're just so hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's been so honestly like incredible to see some of the messages that we get from women just saying they've never felt so confident in somewhere before and thanking us. And honestly, that has been a healing journey on its own, even for me to receive I'm those sure. messages. So I actually save them every time I see, I see those messages from people. Um, I've got a folder on my phone. So oh, please keep sending me the messages because I love to get them.
0: You would never think that you struggled with that, like looking at your marketing and your Instagram and your TikTok because you're so like open with your body and Mm. you seem so confident. Do you still feel that way from time to time in terms of like insecurity and like body dysmorphia even?
1: Yes. I mean, I think that it's an ongoing journey, but it's, again, it's coming back to that knowing yourself and you know, once you connect with that deeper side of yourself, it's not about this body. Mm -hmm. Like this body, at the end of the day, it's a vessel for who we are inside. And when you have that connection to that deeper self,
0: Mm -hmm. then
1: those other pieces don't feel like they matter as much. Right. Because, you know, it's kind of like, how do you go a little bit deeper on it? Like if I'm so worried about what I look like, what am I seeking there? I'm seeking, you know, validation. I'm seeking the attention from somebody else or like, and I go deeper than that. I'm seeking connection. Mm -hmm. So how can I find and cultivate connection in a different way? And that's through being who I am. And then when you are that person, then those people that you want to be around are going to just come into your orbit. Yeah. You know? And if you're trying to be somebody else, then you're probably going to end up in an orbit of other people that you probably don't want to (laughs) be.
0: Yeah, and then you're like, wait, I don't like these people. Wait a minute, how
1: did I get here?
0: (laughs) Do you ever find when you are editing your own social media, it creeps back in and you kind of have to tame the beast? I just, I even know for myself, like when I post things and edit them, I'm like, I hate that. I don't like how I look there, blah, blah, blah. Or does it go the opposite way? And you're so used to seeing your body unfiltered that you're so comfortable in your skin.
1: No, I I actually love that you bring this up because it is an ongoing conversation. And I just think it's such an opportunity to sit with yourself and notice that voice. Mm -hmm. And rather than, you know, going down that path or that rabbit hole along with the voice, whatever that's saying, you know, negative about yourself, just having that, trying to have that pause and that check-in and just going like, wait, wait a minute. like, Yeah you know, where is this coming from? Where is this coming from? And, you know, look at all these other things that are amazing in this video. Why am I actually posting this video? Yeah. Right? It's because there's a deeper message here and I'm wanting to connect. Yeah. And it's not nothing to do with my body. It's nothing to do with the angle that I was sitting at. And now I have a, like a second chin, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, angle. people, angles yeah. are everything. They and really are. <laughs> you know what? Like, every single human being All the superstars, all the people that you see, they have bad, they have not, I shouldn't even say bad angles. They have all the angles. Just look at tagged photos.
0: That's (laughs) the only thing you need to do to show people's (laughs) other angles because people post what they perceive of them to be their best side. Even if it's like, I see you Mm -hmm. from all angles and I know you're beautiful from all angles. Whereas people will see you on your own Instagram from certain angles because that's what you post. Like you post what you're most comfortable with. But the angles change too as you get older, as your face changes. I'm like, that angle used to work. (laughs) What happened? We're trying something new today. (laughs) We're trying something new. When do you think you really started to dive into like manifestation and your meditation work and like building Mm -hmm. that side of your business personally?
1: Yeah, it's been such an exciting journey. I would say... You know, once I got through the other side of burnout and um, I saw the tools really working for me, and then I started to bring them to our team and saw the impact that it had on our team, I wanted to bring that to more people Mm -hmm. and starting to be just really intentional about it. And it's so amazing what happens when you decide that you, you know, something is for you. You give yourself
0: permission. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's huge. Yes. And there's this just energy to that. Mm-hmm. You know, I was listening to something a couple of weeks ago, and it was talking about how the frequency of authenticity is the highest frequency. Oh, higher wow. than low.
0: Really? Yes. I always thought it was joy
1: that was highest, but I mean authenticity.
0: Wow. That's, yes. I mean, I feel that. Yeah. Like you can tell, like even when you're following people on social media, like it all has energy Yeah, and you can see when someone's getting to a place where you're like, that person's going to blow up. Like yes. they are living in that frequency of authenticity. Yeah, totally. How do you cultivate that for yourself? Like how do you show up as your best self?
1: Thanks. Yeah. I don't know if that was a compliment. Yeah, I mean you. it is. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome.
0: <laughs> you, do. you do. You do. I mean, you're like like I said, like it's so it's so obvious like how you feel in your skin and like how mission forward you guys are. So,
1: yeah, thank you. I mean, I'll just like preface that with it's not an every minute feeling, you know, it's an ongoing journey. I think like also the healing journey, it's kind of like the more you excavate, the more you're like, oh, there's something else down here. Never okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, yeah, kind of like tapping into that, that deeper self, that, that higher knowing of who you are. And yeah. what I've been really practicing lately is, you know, thinking about myself or my highest self, the person who I want to be. Mm-hmm. And I think about her five years from now and I say, okay, who is she? What would she show up like? Yeah. What would she wear? What kind of people would she surround herself with? Yeah. How would she enter into this conversation? And then operate from New that Hannah place has now. entered the chat. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yes, operate from that place now. I love that. Yeah. Like making the decision of like, I'm going to put this on. Like I'm going to put myself together in this way yes. because that's how I feel like I will do it in five years. Exactly. Just little shifts like that.
1: Exactly. And it's honestly incredible the shift that happens when you start to do that because you become, you start to become that person. Inevitably, of course, right? Because you're already thinking like that person. Yeah, so true. So yeah, it's been a really, really honestly game-changing practice.
0: Was there a specific like book you read or a seminar you attended or like even meditation teacher that really
1: just spoke to you? Yeah, that's such a great question. I don't think it's been a book, but it I would probably be like an amalgamation of I guess maybe the world that I'm in and like people that I follow on yeah. on Instagram and, and TikTok. I really love um, Roxy Nafusi. I love her. She's amazing. She's amazing. I um, loved her
0: book too because even for me, who's like so into wellness and meditation, Mm -hmm. all that, like I still never really got manifestation. I was kind of like, okay, Mm -hmm. like vision board, think Mm -hmm. about what you want. But it's funny you say that like visualization and manifestation is your Mm -hmm. like strong point. It's actually what I find the hardest. Mm -hmm. I, for some reason, just like, maybe it's a a lack of clarity of like where I want to go five, 10 years from now, but her Mm -hmm. book really, really broke it down in such a
1: palatable way, yes. I found. Yeah, absolutely. I love, yeah, I loved her book as well. I also, I really love Lacey Phillips. Oh yeah, she's She's amazing. really great. And yeah. I think like both, you know, really speak to the fact that it's not just this like, okay, you wake up tomorrow and you're this whole new person and yeah. your life's completely different and you live in a mansion in California <laughs> yeah. on the beach. <laughs>
0: Right. Um, uh, that takes time. That'd be and nice though. It would be nice. You know, I'm still gonna sit here and dream. Um I authentically believe that I will do that. Yeah. Well that
1: there like, you go. bring it in faster. <laughs> <laughs> Keep trying. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean both speak to the fact that it is sort of that, that inner work that you need yeah. to work through. And some of that stuff is scary. Mm-hmm. You know, we've like put these sides of ourselves aside and like locked them in these far little boxes corners of our mind and said like, okay, don't go there. Or, you know, I've had this experience and I don't want to face it. And just because you don't want to face it doesn't mean it goes away. Mm -hmm. It actually is very, very present. Mm -hmm. And that's that work of going into the subconscious brain and recognizing like, okay, where am I operating from? Yeah, Am I operating from my 15-year-old self that had this experience and was really scared and you know, was going through this eating disorder and was like totally insecure. Yeah. And where am I operating from, you know, my my woman self of knowing who I am mm-hmm. and just being authentically me. And again, that shifts sometimes through different interactions or different environments that you're in, but just having that check-in with yourself. Yeah. And the first step though is doing a little bit of that, that deep dive work. Of, it is. Okay, like, and the first step you can kind of do is like something triggers you. It's like, okay, take note. Yes. Yeah. Take note. Why is this triggering me? Yeah. Where is this coming from? Yeah.
0: Sometimes even too, when you ask that question, it like it alleviates it a little bit. You're like, why am i feeling this way? Mm-hmm. And instead of like living through it, you're kind of observing it from the outside and you can be like, "Huh, interesting." Like and then you start to do that more and more and you start to reflect on how you show up in the world and how you might be even contributing mm-hmm. to what's happening to you. Mm-hmm. Like I know for myself, you know, we have certain people who trigger you mm-hmm. and you act a certain way around them. So it's like, what are you bringing to the table? how can you clean clean up your side of the street so that you can move forward in a positive light?
1: Exactly. Exactly. And it's an ongoing practice. <laughs> you sure <know>? is. <laughs> it sure is.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, gotta love yeah. therapy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where is your favorite place to travel for finding inspiration? Oh my gosh. What a question. Uh, um, you're like an avid traveler. <laughs> So, I'm really taking notes
1: right now. I honestly, I love it. I feel like there's just something about going to a new place and experiencing a totally new culture and just getting yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone Mm -hmm. where you're, you know, you're not in expectation. You're in, you're stepping into adventure. Yes. And we all have this like childhood side of ourselves of adventure and excitement and wonder. And, we kind of sometimes fall into that day to day of like okay this is this is my to do list i've mm-hmm. got to do this i've got to you know wake up at this time and do this and that and you know that's that's important because there are things that we have to get done yeah but life is meant to be lived mm-hmm. and it's meant to be experienced and it's meant to be savored and and smelled and yeah. all of the things all of the senses and and not um, just looked at on yes, your phone <laughs> exactly exactly which is you know like oh yeah you could yeah. sit there for hours and then you feel even worse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, oh, what place. I mean… You can do a top three. Okay, I'm going to do top three. I would say Iceland was a really <sighs> incredible, incredible experience. If you haven't been, I, I felt haven't. like I was on the moon at some point. There's just the different terrain I experienced there. The air, it's just, it's beautiful. Wow. Like it really does almost feel like a different planet. Wow, I'm dying to go. Stunning. Yeah. You're just report back. Let me I know. will. Let me know what you think.
0: I'll wear a laundry <laughs> suit in the Blue Lagoon. You have to. Yeah, that's a must. You have to tick that box. Yeah, Like bingo. Uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> laundry bingo. Laundry bingo. There's another okay. idea. We're flowing We're today. Over, yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, I, you know, Hawaii has always been a really special place for me. I've gone, I used to go there all the time with my dad. We would kiteboard there together. So and I think that, you know, a, a lot of, Parts of Hawaii have like they've preserved it in really amazing ways. And just there's this like magic to it. Mm-hmm. Um, this kind of like energy almost. Yeah. Like intangible energy to it. Maui and Kauai are mm-hmm. definitely some of my favorite islands. So, yeah. so beautiful. And then, oh, I mean, I've gotta throw this one on there, but Italy. Yeah. Like. I feel like if Italy's not in your top three, What are we doing?
0: I mean, let's just be
1: honest. <laughs> leave now. <laughs> just leave. It just is We're the done. best. It's yes. the best. It's incredible. And I mean, so like… You have the beach, you have the mountains, you have like Como, the you food. have pasta. The architecture. I'm not even a pasta person. Yeah. But like I am there. Yeah,
0: 100%. Yeah, and you and feel just, different eating it there. It's absolutely. just different. And just bathe me in truffles. I know. Like just oh, a whole bath so fun. of truffles. Yeah. It's so good. You've done such a good job of being able to marry like going these places with your business. Like how do you balance while you're there dealing with mm. the day-to-day of running the business because you know, you're never really away because you're Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to create content even if you're not checking your email. (laughs) So how do you balance that while still being able to check out?
1: Yeah, that's such a great question. I mean, I feel so grateful and blessed to have such an amazing team that, you know, holds down the fort Mm -hmm. when Ainsley and I are traveling. But yeah, I mean, I think like if I call it off-off, you know, if you're right. like actually off. Like off the grid. <laughs> off, like you are, you were off, off. Yeah. I went off, off for the first time in a while for my wedding, which was in Morocco at the end of 2022. And um, yeah, it felt really bizarre. Yeah. Right? You're, you're, you know, it almost takes you like five to seven days to actually get into like vacation mode. Totally. Because your brain has that adjustment period. Yeah. And then once you are able to give yourself an actual break. Mm -hmm. I mean, oh my gosh. It's it's so impactful for yourself, for your team. And it seems so scary to hit pause Mm -hmm. like that sometimes, but it's so important to do. Yeah, it is. It's
0: so important. Do you have like a certain amount of weeks a year that you try to do that?
1: You know, I usually go away at the end of December, beginning of January for about two and a half weeks. Yeah. and I mean, usually it's been last year and this year.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> COVID put I'm a wrench ma- in this i making it a new <laughs> Yeah. Thing. Usually your future I, self. Yeah, <laughs> yes, Your future self usually does this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's stepping in. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, like finding time to like also not wait to have that vacation yeah. to take control of your time. and something I've been thinking about a lot lately is, you know, freedom's always like really been at the top of my list of like my values. Yeah. Like, okay, I need to feel like I have this freedom. And yeah, I've just been having a lot of conversations lately with myself yeah. <laughs> around what freedom really is because… Mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, it's kind of shifted and molded through the years. And for a long time, it was like, okay, I have to be traveling to all ends of the world. And I'm still doing that. But, you know, something I've come to realize lately is, I think for me, part of freedom is, is time freedom, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. And what that also means is when I'm doing my focused work time, I need to be focused in that work so that I can actually have the freedom that comes after it. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm, you know, 75% in, and then I'm like not fully in, 75% in on my play or fun time too. Yeah. Right? And so so you're not fully in either. Yeah. And and then we feel like we're like, oh my God, a year has gone by. What happened? And it's because we're not actually fully present in any of those things that we're doing. And so in order to have that freedom And, you know, that management over our time that we're all seeking, it's these small shifts of like, okay, I actually just need to be in what I'm doing right now. I need to turn my phone on to do not disturb.
0: That clip, I I feel like could be a podcast episode, just like your piece on freedom. It's so true, but it's so hard.
1: Mm -hmm. Do you
0: have like a Pomodoro
1: timer or what are we using to to be in the time freedom? (laughs) Yes, thanks. It's still a practice I'm working on, but yes, I'm I'm doing a lot more time blocking, turning off my phone or putting it on Do Not Disturb. Um, I
0: turn it off now at seven or like eight.
1: I'm like, you're done for the day. Yeah. You work so much
0: on it; it's like, yeah. ugh.
1: you know, yeah, a hundred percent. You're just like so fatigued. Yeah, like, I can't look at. No, screen want to see it? Yeah, <laughs> I don't see it.
0: yeah. Except I I'm mean, watching
1: West Wing, so I will turn okay. on that. Screen.
0: Yeah, Fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rob Lowe gets me to turn on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, we get it. Rob Lowe in the nineties. I mean, come
1: on. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I think that a large part of my meditation practice has been really useful in yeah. this in this regard because it's kind of that inner dialogue of like when accidentally you end up somewhere else or all of a sudden you're writing an email and then you're like down some other, you're in Google looking at something else. You're like, (laughs) "Wow, how did I, wait a minute. Where am I? Did I black out? How did I get here? So true. But it's been that practice of like, okay, pulling my mind back, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, honestly, sometimes like talking out loud, being like, what was I, what am I doing? And like, no, like finish this. Yeah. And it sounds kind of crazy, but it's like, you know, you do have to kind of do those little practices and Of course, it's not going to be perfect. Yeah, Like we've trained our brains to be constantly, constantly, you know, distracted or doing something. We're watching a movie. We're on our phone. We're listening to a podcast at the same time. It's like, you know, (laughs) that's a
0: lot. Three (laughs) of those things. (laughs) Movie and podcast. (laughs) People do it. If you are doing that, please find someone to stop you (laughs) because that is not good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so it's it's like the it's the unlearning, yeah. It's the unlearning, and it takes time, yeah. And so I'm just trying to be gentle with myself in that. But I find that you know, just like anything, the more you practice it, the more you do it time yeah. over and over, then the more you become efficient at it, and then the more efficient you become, the more the results you see, and then the more you want to do it. So it's like that that sort of cycle. So true.
0: Yeah, I always like to ask what are people obsessed with? So what are you obsessed with and what makes
1: you feel your best? Oh, I mean, Sophie, so many things, mm-hmm. but we don't have time. We can do for top
0: to three <laughs> again. <laughs> Italy. <Yeah.
1: laughs> I mean, meditation obviously is such a huge one. Um please visit me on Insight Timer. Yes, okay. ma- your voice is so soothing. Oh, I love listening to you on Insight Timer. You. Thank you. I've been slowly adding more Oh, uh, yay, more I need to check it out again. So, yes, I'm excited. You know, I'm really obsessed with, and I kind of wish I wasn't, but the Caudalie Beauty Elixir oh. Face Spray. Okay, you it? Have no. You tried oh my, honestly, maybe don't because like, okay. it's too good. Does it like spritz you up throughout the day kind of thing? <sighs> you know, I've got some in my purse. You can okay. try it. Hey, you're going to spray um. me. We should do a TikTok. I guess. <laughs> 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 um, I find that I just like it's kind of one of those things, and it's almost like one of those tools, even to pull you back into the moment yeah. as well. Not only is it hydrating, I'm not sponsored by them at all. <laughs> but, by hit the way. Me up. But hey, yeah. Um, <laughs> Hannah Marie Todd on Instagram. Um, <laughs> um, but I just find it like it has this incredible scent to it that mm. it's like it's like a spa. It's just kind of spraying the spa oh, moment onto your face, giving yeah. you this moment of pause. And uh, I absolutely love it. They used to, like, the bottle now, I'm sorry, but the price has gone just way up and I still buy it. Yeah. i still here. You know I'm what? Sometimes here.
0: you just have. I'm still here. I'm still
1: here like. We should take note of
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's a good cheap one? Yeah. Not that you're, I mean, sponsor yeah. you, but also the Mario Badescu. I'm okay. probably not saying that right. The Rose Aloe Spray. Okay. That, that's like my number one thing to bring to the hospital when you have a baby, okay. weirdly. Okay. Because you feel so gross when you have a yeah. baby. Yeah. At least that was my experience. <laughs> and you just like spray yourself and you like literally like revive yourself as a human. So I use okay. that. And it's like cheap. Like you can get it at the drugstore. Okay. But okay. anyways, it sounds like it's a great product for you. It's not, a great you're product. Not, like, I'm gonna cheaper, check out yours as, 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 as well <laughs> because I like, you
1: know. I have a couple on the go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And number three, I would say, I mean, I gotta say the new, the new laundry color, the aquamarine. So we beautiful. Just Thank you. And like the bathroom, you guys did the content. <laughs> it was
0: so good. <laughs> so everyone needs to... Talk. It's Thank so you. good. Yeah. And what makes you feel your
1: best? Oh, what makes me feel your like best? And, and you mean, can say meditation I know. Again. I'm like, I'm yeah. a broken speaker here, but meditation, y'all. Yeah. Get, get on it. Get on it. It's it like really will change your life. It will. Um And... Just find what works for you because it's going to be something different for everyone. Is
0: there a meditation people should start with if they're listening to one of your Insight Timers? That's like Mm. a good introduction to your teaching.
1: such a great question. Yes. Please listen to my slow down meditation on Insight Timer. And then once you get past that one, I would say Rediscover Your Voice is a new one that I'm really loving. Another really amazing teacher on Inside Timer is Lisa Kolpa. Oh. She's really incredible. Okay, I don't know her. Another visualization teacher. Highly recommend. Okay, thank yes. you. Yeah. And where can people
0: find you? How do you want people to catch yes, up with you?
1: Please. I love, love, love to connect. It's my deep passion in life. So find me at Hannah Marie Todd on Instagram. It's M-A-R-E-E-2Es. And I'll um, link it in the show notes okay, so people can perfect. just give it a click. <laughs> yes, and please go head over and see our new color aquamarine and laundry, laundry bodywear on Instagram. And that's the website as well. Amazing. Thank you so much, Hannah. It was Thank such you. a wonderful conversation. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much for listening today. You can find me on Instagram at sophie c collins or on my website at sophiecollins.com. And you can find my brand One Wednesday at one underscore Wednesday underscore shop on Instagram or oneWednesdayshop.com. If you liked today's episode, please share it with a friend. And if you have time, leave a rating and review. I hope you have an amazing day. Thanks to Podfather Creative for editing and production.